Hi, everyone. I'm Dr. John White, WebMD's Chief Medical Officer and host of the Spotlight On series from WebMD's Health Discovered podcast. For this special two-part episode, you'll hear up-close and personal journeys about being diagnosed with a rare type of cancer, multiple myeloma. He looked at me. I have been his patient for more than 20 years. And he said, this is really strange. You're an African-American, age 57. I've never seen this before. This back pain that you're continually having with no signs of osteoporosis. No signs, exactly. And I didn't have any signs of osteoporosis in my family history. Listen to Health Discovered on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Stars at night are big and bright, <laughs> deep in the heart of Texas. <laughs> Welcome back, boys and girls, girls and boys, men and women, non-binaries, and our favorite people of all time, the colonels. I was just about to say, you should have just said kernels and just, like, <laughs> summed it all up. Well, I mean, maybe not everybody's a kernel yet. There, There's rules and regulations still, to become a kernel. They're still being grown. They're still on the cob. That is disgusting. You know, Rico did not know that corn... Yes, we covered that in the episode. We covered, not... we covered that in the episode. I'm sorry, it's just still mind-blowing to me. I believe it, but we covered it. Anyways, welcome back. Thank you for back. making me feel bad again. Welcome back, everyone. Anyway, welcome back, uh, Colonels, to episode, what, 11? 11, yeah. And it has wow, been, the big 1-1. One, one. It has been quite a while since we've last spoken to you. I know. We've gone actually two whole weeks without talking to you guys. Yeesh. But there's a reason. I swear there's a reason for it. And it has to do with our musical intro as well. It does. So, um, I'm sure many of you know, Texas, where we live, had a historical weather storm that rolled in, was it last week? Not weather storm, but winter storm. Winter storm, sorry. Polar vortex, to be exact. Really? Yes. I thought it was just an Arctic blast. Maybe. I don't know, I've seen various... I I think it's Arctic blast. No, I think uh, it's a polar vortex. We're not going to look it up, anyway. uh, So, it happened, what, last week? Uh, I think week before last, actually. Something like that. and It um, messed us up. It got us off our game. Yeah. It really threw us off our schedule. Um, it threw us off because we didn't have power. We didn't... Or we had to deal with... Um, pipes. Pipes. Possibly bursting. Pop, exactly. Um, 4.5 million people actually lost power, so we're not the only ones. So you I'm know, sure... I I'll... definitely want to say, you know, them yeah. too. And it just, like I said, we had a lot going on with that. Then we also are getting married next week. Yes, the whole seven days. It's on March 6th. It's seven days from it's today. It's March 6th, so that means it's happening on a Saturday, which means we'll be busy Friday as well. So hopefully we'll be able to bring you an episode right before we get married, like two days before we get married. I mean, fingers crossed. Yeah, we're, I think we're going to try to... This one, is it coming out tomorrow? Um, This one is coming out... Like maybe... No, this one's coming out before our this wedding. This is our wedding episode. Oh, oh damn. God. Yeah. Oh, well, congrats to us. I thought we were going to get one before. I'm sorry, you guys. We've just this, been really This lucky. is it. Never mind. Yeah. Yeah, we've just been really... <laughs> That's how bad we've been thrown off. Look, I... When I went into work today, for some reason, I thought it was Tuesday. I believe it. 
I've just been literally 4.5 million people's schedules have been interrupted except for Miss Heidi and Mr. Ted Cruz. Their schedules are not interrupted. Oh, yeah, for sure. And if y'all don't know who those are, Connie. Uh, that is our state representative. Exactly. And his who, wife. Who decided to go to Cancun because their daughters needed a vacation. Um, they were just supervising. They were just supervising. Chaperoning, yes. Chaperoning, yeah. Um. So that being said, we also had more stuff going on. Uh, if you hear dogs barking, or if you hear us open a window, actually, because we might have to open a window soon, um, or if you hear the fan blowing things away or you know ticking or something that's because the storm also knocked out our um our fan for H- AC. yeah our fan for the ac so yeah so it's not know, kicking on and this room is hella hot you, you know we live in texas so even though yeah we were in like a winter storm s- single digits we are now back up <laughs> negative digits we're, oh, it yeah because like i feel like yeah, yeah. Uh, and we are back up to our normal programming of 80 degrees at night. So, For real. Yeah, it's really So we went fun. from like super cold to super hot, which is something we're kind of used to. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, but um, it still fucking sucks. I do want to give a big shout out to us and every other pet owner out there because some of my clients at the salon. Um, oh, I was supposed to introduce him several times um, before. Before this? Yeah, before this. So they're well, not going to really know. But I'll tell you. It. Um, a couple clients in my salon have told me about what they had to do to like keep their pets warm. One of them had a lizard, and they literally had to. And his heating his heat lamp went out, and they had to wrap blankets oh, around uh, him. Oh yeah, because yeah. of the power. Duh. Yeah, and so I was like, how does heating lamp go out? Why they couldn't order a new one by Amazon? <laughs> no, but I do want to say, shout out to everybody who went through it. I'm on like a fish group on Facebook, and I cannot tell you how many people lost their fish because the filters went out, the heaters went out. We have a South American catfish. Uh, He is used to 90 degree temperatures. Okay. (laughs) And we Um, boiled water to keep this man alive. Yes, so what Connie meant to say, um, she kind of underplayed our South American catfish. Um, Most of y'all who do know catfish, uh, no channel catfish, no blue catfish. We do not have any of those. I think those are actually very disgusting. Um, but <laughs> refuses to eat catfish. Yes. And, you know, the other fishermen, saltwater fishermen, y'all know the spiky, evil catfish that kill people. Um, no. We have a red-tailed catfish. Yes. His he name is, is Tusk. His name is Tusk. The Tuskegee Airmen. Yes. Obviously, red tails. Yeah. So, it kind of goes together. Um, he looks like a little skunk. He does. And I love him so much. He's actually our mascot for this podcast because yes. we record in his room, technically. Technically, it is his room. Yes. Um, I've actually been a fish owner for three years. Uh, a little bit more than that. Maybe, probably, yeah. I think we got him um, a year and a half, a year, two years ago, Almost maybe? two years ago, yeah. Yeah, because we've raised bass and everything, but bass are so much easier. They honestly do not care. I was going to, like, give I'm a sorry. whole story. Damn. You, you just, your story. Just you destroy story. my origin story <laughs> over here. Um. So, yeah, like I said, I've been a fisherman. Or, sorry, a fisherman. Yeah, obviously I've been a fisherman. Um. But... I've been a fish owner for a little over three years. I've raised three bass, four, technically. I had to get rid of one because he was getting bullied. Oh, yeah. Poor Gala- Galactus. Yeah, Galactus, yeah. yeah. He was getting bullied by Thanos, of all people. <laughs> yeah, honestly. Um, <laughs> Thanos was my baby, though. Thanos was pretty dope. Um, so I had Thanos, Audrey. You had Audrey and then... Audrey was because of uh, 
Feed me, Seymour. Yeah, Little Shop of Horrors. You could tell we like movies. Exactly. That that's how you know exactly. Um, and I had Kush because it was my pet arowana. Yes. Uh, yes. For those of you who don't know, just look up arowana. They're very beautiful. So cool. And it was it was it's not it wasn't a legal one. We got it through legal means. Yeah, it was the silver ones. Yeah. They just look very like iridescent. It's really pretty. Um, and then now my uh, red tail catfish. Who eventually we're going to, for those of y'all who do know and that are worried that our tank isn't big enough, we do not have a 300-gallon tank, obviously, um, but we are planning to do something really cool. We will... He's still it, small enough. Yeah, he's still small enough to yeah. be in our... our uh, regular tank. Regular tank, thank you. Yes. But yeah, so um, that's why I was giving a shout-out to all the pet owners, because everybody worked so hard to keep their fish alive yes. through this. Like you, We had to sit there and boil water to get it hot enough, and then cool it down we'll boil it to get all the chemicals out um because you can't just put like dish like soap not soap um, sink, sink water sink water in, yeah. a, in a tank so we boiled it to get you know get it nice and clean and get it hot and boiled then, it for safety boiled it for safety uh, we would not want to endanger our fish yes yeah, so we don't want to poison with it. all the fluoride and ah. fish water what was it what did uh that one crazy guy what's his name the one that's always yelling into the microphone it's like the gay frogs are in the water. Alex Alex Jones, I think, is yes. his name. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. We didn't put any uh, say, babe, gay a lot frog of, water. A lot of guys yelling at my frogs. <laughs> uh, yeah, so then we had to take it pretty much almost outside. Yeah. To cool it down in the snow after boiling it, and then haul it up. Well, the really, stairs. we left it in our garage because we didn't want anything to fly inside of it. We didn't want anything yeah. to drop inside of it. So we were being very cautious through and through. Yeah. We boiled our water. Um, put that treated in, it and everything treated and it and then put it in the tank carried it up a flight of stairs and then slowly siphoned and this it was all at like tank. midnight slowly siphoned it into the tank yeah and we and had then, no power at this time either and, and then was, the next day we lost water for a little bit yeah. yeah yeah so we did it right at the perfect time and he I'm telling you he was warmer than anybody else in this house because he had blankets wrapped around his tank it was so well insulated in for there for real it was just, I know a lot of people worked really hard. And that's why, you know, we are going to cover a movie that's kind of similar to what we went through just because it was kind of funny at the time. But we don't, we also want to like pay respect to the people who did lose power for, you know, over 48 hours. Like people that, that lost power for four days. People who, people who lost still their lives. don't have water. Yeah. You know, people that had busted pipes, people that had, you know, burnt a complex building or a complex. Burn Burnt apartment, apartment yeah. complex buildings because of electrical fires and stuff or, like that. you know, people who have died because of carbon, carbon monoxide yeah, poisoning. Yeah. Carbon monoxide poisoning. And, like, you know, it. we were all just trying to survive at that yeah. time. And we are very grateful that, you know, we made it through. Our AC is, you know. A small problem as opposed to, like, to a lot people. of the, Exactly. So, I mean, we, we definitely are respecting, you know, the people that made it, people that didn't make it. Um, yeah. But it just... We thought it would be funny during the situation that we were already... We were trying to make light of our shitty situation. We were kind of um, stealing a little bit from the Facebook memes. That, that too. It, no, because we we, I mean, we I decided to do this before. Yeah. yeah. I just I saw one, and it was like Texas Today, and it was a picture of the our movie poster that we're doing today. And um, in case you haven't guessed it, we are covering one of my favorite genres of movies today. Apocalyptic thrillers exactly i love those so this movie is actually one of my favorites 
Um, so personally, I am not the biggest fan of apocalyptic horror movies. Yeah. Um, I thrillers. think thrillers, horror. I mean, Same. it is definitely a horror movie because I would not want to live through that. But um, I definitely don't think I would have lived through it either. No, I wouldn't have survived at all. No. We can debate. It just, yeah, we can debate about it. Mm-hmm. Um, it also got me thinking about two things. Thank you for just, like, crinkling your water bottle. I didn't mean to. You just ASMR to that shit. I didn't mean to. I was, <laughs> I was really thirsty. <laughs> anyway, it got me thinking about two things. One, Connie, I'm looking over, like, a little bit past you, mm-hmm. and you bought that hair dye a long time ago, and you never did anything with it. I'm going to dye my entire head blue after the wedding. I don't think that's going to cover your entire head, though. Um, well, then I'll just have to go buy more colors, won't I? I guess. I'm... I'm telling you, I have a lot of people waiting on after the wedding. So you can dye your hair? To see this head of hair. All right. Anyway, um, the second thing that it got me thinking about was, you know, we did say that we are from Texas and it's very uncommon in Texas that it snows. It's very uncommon that we get these severe, you know, like floods and shit like that. Um, But that just goes to show you that anything can happen as far as you know, unpredictable circumstances. And with that being said, I think that we should all take the time to prepare. Yes, of course. Like, I know there was a running joke going around that, oh, everybody used to make fun of preppers, but look at them now. They're all thriving. And it's true. Like, back, you know, years ago in the early 2010s, early 2000s, people made fun of preppers like crazy. They're like, why are you going to need... You know, five hundred canned goods, you know, oil lanterns, Mm -hmm. like the fucking crank powered, um, like phone batteries or generators and shit. Like it used to be such a foreign concept to be like prepared, like crazy, Mm -hmm. have like gallons and gallons of water. Mm -hmm. But I mean, with, and that's the thing is with things like this happening more and more often, like you know, whenever we flooded from Harvey, they were like, oh, that's just like a 700-year flood. And then, you know, we flooded the year before that with tax day, and they were like, oh, no, that's a 1,000-year flood. I'm like, okay, but does it really have to all compound just in this one timeline, like one century? Yeah. Like, can we just go a little bit further? So, and normally Texas does not snow unless there's a hurricane. Yeah. We didn't have a hurricane this we year. We did not. And so... um kind of scary i don't want to live in a texas where we get snow every year i mean i'm okay with it if our power grid if if ERCOT yeah. gets off their lazy asses yeah. did you hear that a couple of their board members resigned yeah the ones the one who lived in canada the head of the ward i didn't know how that. the fuck do you get on a board the electricity reliability council of texas how do you get on that board while you're living in canada i have no clue but um yeah definitely i agree that you know if we could get our shit together. If things change for the better. I am a-okay with yes. snow in Texas. Yes. Maybe insulate your, um, your, uh, fucking I just don't want to buy snow tires. Me neither. I don't want to be buy chains for my tires. I don't want to have Direct. to, like, put in nails into Look. my tires so that oh it can God. grip the... You know, you didn't see that, no, uh, the meme? No, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're like, if you just nail nails into your tire, it'll grip the snow oh my god 
<laughs> that's terrifying no please anybody listening please don't do that please don't do that but do invest in like solar powered things yeah uh i don't want to be those like hippies that are like oh solar power and now, you know fuck that like, i'm about to go no, put no, no. Some solar I mean, panels like, on this bitch right now i mean in the sense of like do get solar powered battery packs and all sorts of kinetic like like, powered things yeah like i mean it, who's it gonna hurt you know what I mean? Hand crank stuff, yeah. um, you know, and matches. I mean, you never know what you're going to need during these storms and during these situations. Exactly. So Get definitely prepare. a manual can opener. Look, growing up, I never had a hand can opener. Okay. Get yourself a manual, uh-huh. like a hand one. Because mm-hmm. guess what? Mm. You can't open any fucking cans with an electric one with no power. You know, you know, everyone who is not privileged. No, <laughs> it's just my mom never bought one. And you know that I, we were poor, poor. Like, I did not grow up, like, living a luxury life. I was, I was poor. I was an orphan child. And I was poor with my mother. And we still had an electric can open. No, but th- dude, whenever the power got cut off when I was younger, I couldn't open, like, fucking spaghettios. <laughs> Fucking take a knife to it, bro. You were not that poor. No, look. Obviously, you were not that poor to not know the knife trick. I once accidentally shaved off half my fingernail with a razor. My mom did not trust me. How'd you shave off half your fingernail with a razor? I was shaving my legs and I switched it to one different hand. That's when I first started shaving my legs. And you switched it? I don't know what the fuck I did. All I know is I looked down and I was like, oh, that's fucking. How'd you bleed from your fingernail? Because I literally took half my fingernail off and cut, like, uh, underneath. The skin? Yeah. I just want to know how many people's, like, body just... Yeah. 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 Okay, well, now that we went on for 20 minutes... I'm sorry, I have to get into my story. So, I, I had something <laughs> yes. similar. I'm sorry. Um, oh, are you going to talk opened... about... No, you're not talking about the the trampoline park incident. No, 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 no. That's another story for another day. Um, <laughs> um, so I was at my grandma's house and this is how you know I was a fucking dumb kid. I was like a troublemaker, but I was such a fucking dumb troublemaker. Um, they told me to take Advil for a headache and my grandfather was somewhere. I think he was in dialysis and my grandmother had Alzheimer's. So why they left me with her, I have no clue. Um, They're like, yeah, Rico, how old are you? I think it was like in the beginning stages, so it wasn't that bad. How like, old were you? I fucking, I don't know, like four, because I wasn't going to school. Yeah, because I was going to say, you, whenever we got together, she wasn't around anymore, was she? I think just for a little bit. Yeah, like barely, it wasn't even for enough time for period. us to like be serious, really. Yeah, like we could have yeah. still broken up any minute, yeah. Yeah, and would have not been getting married. Yeah. In seven days. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> anyway, Sorry. weirdo. So they left me with her and I had a really bad headache and my mom, you know, I called my mom, told her about it. And, um, I think I was hot just like this situation and got a headache. Mm-hmm. But anyway, um, so she was like, yeah, you know, just go get some Advil from the cabinet or whatever and, uh, take two with some water. I'm like, okay, cool. So I go find the, uh, pill bottle and I call my mom. She's not answering. And I didn't know how to open a pill bottle. I didn't know. Yeah, I didn't know he had to squeeze it and then turn it. Dude, I just saw on TikTok you don't have to do that. If you keep twisting for long enough, it'll just open up. Let me see. I don't think this one will do it because this one. Yeah, no. Whenever we get done, we're going to go downstairs and get like an Advil bottle because you don't have to squeeze it. 
Weird. I as a kid, I didn't have TikTok though, so. Yeah. No, most of us didn't. All right, continuing. Um, so, I didn't know how to squeeze it, and so my dumbass is like, "Wait, I remember my other grandmother from my dad's side, um, would like use a knife." Oh my god. Yeah, to like pry it open. I don't know why she did that way. She's a wonderful, loving, great grandmother, but she's a weird lady. Um, <laughs> I just wanted to make sure I prefaced it with she is a great, wonderful lady who loves Jesus love Christ. Her. I love her. Um, she just didn't know how to open a pill bottle. She just does it in a weird way. And she manages to make it work. So I don't know. Odd. Don't know how she does it. So I I didn't like butter knives. I always, ha- I always hated butter knives. That's why there's no butter knives in this house. Um, but I did love sharp knives. I love it. So I took a sharp knife and pried that bitch under there and tried to like work it. And it came out and slit my finger. Oh, Like God. the side, like where you get hangnails. Like yeah. all that down to the like... The pad of the finger. Yeah, it was pretty bad. So I definitely feel your uh, razor story. Now that we're done dis- dis- disgustingly disgusting our, our listeners, <laughs> let's... Skippers, come back. Come back, Skippers. Let's roll into our movie. So we are actually... Tell them what we're going to be covering. You did. Um, So you covered... I didn't. Yeah, you, you didn't. No, you definitely told no, them. No, I, I made them. I insinuated it. You definitely said what movie we were covering. I don't think so. You said we were covering The Day After Tomorrow. Weird. I don't remember that. Yeah. Granted, my memory is just gone after like... I feel you. It's 10.30, so it's past your bedtime. All right. Let's keep rolling. So, um, yeah. That's the movie we're covering is The Day After Tomorrow. Connie, would you like to read the plot? Yes, absolutely. So, um... So, just so you know. I'm sorry. I, I, I was supposed to tell them. Um, before oh, you started, I'm so sorry. Um, at this point, we are going to be covering the plot. Um, Connie, you read better than I do, so I'm definitely going to let you read your notes of the plot. Yeah, and then absolutely. afterwards, I'll jump in. Oh, again, I forgot to bring something up. We decided to tweak the podcast a little bit. See, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, um, I was saying you could have done this at the end. I could have done this at the end, but I could have done it in the beginning. Okay, we're going to be rating these episodes now. Uh, kind of. Uh, we're going to be rating these episodes. We're going to be rating the singular uh, movies and saying whether or not we liked them. We are able to have our own opinions about it. Like we, like Connie said, these are her favorite kind of movies. Not my personal favorite. But that doesn't mean that we are going to uh, not agree or agree. <laughs> All right. So you got everything out of your system? Yeah, got it. All right, perfect. So um, day after tomorrow... It unfortunately cannot be streamed anywhere. It's literally just for rent unless you want to download it using a VPN. I'm not going to say anything. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Where, where could we get it? Um, but yeah, it's not available to stream anywhere, but you can rent it on like Amazon. YouTube. Yeah, things like that. Google's Play, stuff like that. Can I find it on the Bay of Pirates? <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Um, so next step we're just gonna dive into the plot of this movie okay go for it so our main character dennis quaid he's named jack in this movie and he is a paleo paleo climatologist like jack and rose oh yeah similar very similar so anyways um paleo climatologist is that how it's pronounced sure i don't know that word okay so basically he's someone who studies historical climates to help better understand the climate of earth and how it relates to our future climate so he's on this expedition in Antarctica when the Larsen shelf, ice shelf, breaks off from the rest of the continent. So, you know, they're 
they're doing their thing. I don't know what they're doing, but they're doing it. Um, and all of a sudden, a crack forms. And, you know, he's jumping back and forth because he's trying to get all their plans over to the side where they're not going to float off into the ocean and die. Um, but basically, this big chunk of this ice shelf breaks off. Um, so Jack presents his findings on a global on global warming at a UN conference, and he explains his findings. Um, you know, 10,000 years ago, global warming threw the Earth into an ice age, and he says that it could happen again in 100 to 1,000 years, you know, even if it's not in our lifetime, if humans don't stop polluting the Earth. Most of the diplomats at this conference, though, don't believe him at all. They're just kind of like, okay, another thing to up our spending, another conspiracy. But really fun, um, there is one person who does believe him. It's a professor who's been keeping track of the ocean's temperature. So they have buoys in um, different parts of the ocean that keep track of their temperature over time. Mm -hmm. um, because that's a big significant thing in keeping track of global warming. Okay. So... Several buoys in North in the North Atlantic have shown a massive drop in temperature because of the large amount of fresh water that's being dumped in the ocean from the ice caps melting. So you know that Larsen ice shelf that melted, well, that broke off, that gets melted down, and you know the ocean is salt water. So that is basically dumping all this fresh water in there. It's diluting the salt. Um, it's disrupting the North Atlantic current, and it's dropping the temperature because it's literally ice melting in there. Okay, somebody who loves science to some degree mm -hmm. i didn't even think about how dope that actually is like it's it's scary and it's, it's bad, bad but, but it's like it's really... actually very interesting yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. and like i want to become a north paleontologist a paleoclimatologist that yeah i know i know it's a big word i want to be an alphabet person <laughs> all the letters <laughs> but yeah so it, i actually like did some research for this mm -hmm. i don't know if it's correct so okay. I'm just going off what the movie is Let's saying. Let's go. Let's test my science abilities. Okay. So this professor, he contacts Jack, you know, after they meet at this conference. Um, they kind of exchange words and they part ways. And then he later contacts Jack to tell him, hey, um, we're seeing this big 13 degree temperature drop, which it doesn't seem like that much, but it is for, you know, a whole fucking ocean. Um, so he tells him what's happening and then he asks him to predict using his paleoclimatological weather model. Right. Yeah. He said all that right. Sure. I was on a roll with that. I was trying to. Um, and he wants him to predict what will happen. Hold on. I have an eyelash in my eye. Pause. Okay. Back to what we were saying. So he uses his paleoclimatological weather model to predict what's going to happen. So while Jack thought we had 100 to 1,000 to maybe even 10,000 years mm -hmm. before this occurred... He still teamed up with his colleagues and a NASA meteorologist to build a forecast model with all their data combined. Okay. So he's like, yeah, so I thought maybe it wasn't going to happen, but just in case, let's let's all chat for a second. Mm -hmm. So across the world, violent weather is wreaking havoc. So Tokyo is being hit with softball-sized hail. You remember that scene? Dude, where the cop gets fucking smacked. Yeah, this guy is, like, talking to his wife on the phone. He's like, no, I'm just leaving the office. And really, he's, like, sitting down at, like, a little bar outside restaurant type thing. Uh -huh. And then all of a sudden, he doesn't make it home because he's Oh, he was the, the dumb one, you mean? Yeah. With he, the briefcase? Yes, he was trying to, like, go hide under this truck where he saw other people hiding. Which he was fine under the, the little roof fine. thing. Yeah. He was definitely fine. Granted, you don't know how long he would have been there for. But. True. 
But still, he ended up getting smacked in the head. I guess in the head. I don't know. We just see. He got pelted. We see him go down. Um, That's like a machine gun worth of like, snow. not snowballs. <laughs> that would have been so different. <laughs> no, this is Ice this balls. hail. Yeah. <laughs> this is hail raining down. This is God literally playing dodgeball with your life. <laughs> dodge this bitch. Yeah. <laughs> right. Dodge that fucking uh, meteor sized hole in your head from this ice chunk for real that cop got it bad though that, that cop was a dickhead though he was trying to give that old man a ticket you know what and got straight smacked that's karma baby that's karma so anyways tokyo is being hit with a softball softball size hail and it begins snowing in new delhi which is not supposed to happen and los angeles is destroyed by a group of f5 tornadoes that all hit at the same time and there's literally like what is it four or five tornadoes i think like four of them yeah that all come together they destroy the hollywood sign they literally just destroy los angeles it's in pieces so the president of the united states suspends all air traffic over the u.s and the british royal family is being evacuated but unfortunately what happens is there are three giant kind of supercells Mm -hmm. working right and there is um an astronaut in that's in space like a, a team of astronauts i guess um that's telling you know, NASA, hey, there's these really big storms forming over um, the Earth. Uh, the Earth? The Earth. <laughs> um, I don't know if you like, want to take a look at it or something, but they look like hurricanes, but they, they're they white. They're ice. They're snow. Yeah, so, they kind of like narrate yeah, the updates kind of, of the movie. Yeah, they kind of are just like, hey, like, just to check in with you guys, this is what's happening. <laughs> We're the only ones winning currently. So, like, um... Is our life now? Like, are we staying up here forever? Should we, like, try to go to Mars? Or, like, what's the plan? But anyways, um, the royal family, I'm talking about these super, super cells, these super storms, because the royal family, um, they're being evacuated through helicopters, right? Mm -hmm. They enter the eye of the very massive hurricane-like superstorm. And in the eye of this, the temperature drops to negative 150 degrees Fahrenheit. Oh, yeah. That's, like, what I like to keep the bedroom at. Yeah, it freezes everything. It freezes um, the rotors. It freezes the all the like oil line or gas lines or whatever. It was there was a lot of words in there, mm-hmm. and I was like, it just froze the helicopter. Okay. The helicopter got a little cold. <laughs> so it's like what happened to our wind turbines here. They right. froze. They did not freeze, but I feel you. No, they froze, but I think they like defrosted them. Mm, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They didn't defrost them though. I think they just defrosted themselves. Yeah, it's Texas heat, baby. Yeah. But granted, Texas, y'all should have bought the defrosting package like all the northern states have. They're prepared for this. They have wind power, even in their winter. Yeah, so um, we're not going to get into that. Um, but for those of y'all who believe that uh, the Biden plan is what screwed over It hasn't uh, even Texas, gone into effect. It hasn't gone into effect. Stop thinking that. It's not true. It's not proof. Or proven, sorry. Shut up. No. Moving along, um, I'm pretty sure if you're here, you you know us. Granted, I kind of hope you don't, because, like, I want new listeners that don't know us, that aren't supporting us, just because they know us. Okay. Welcome to the podcast. (laughs) Um, So, anyways. (laughs) What a weird place to put that. It froze their helicopters. They stopped working. They crashed. The entire royal family dies. Yeah. And that's how you know this movie, like, is completely baseless. Right. The queen will never die. No. Never. Between her and Betty White, like, they're just going to have a death battle 
uh, we're going to find out that they're actually two sentient gods. Yeah. And yeah. they're just going to fight it out for Literally. the best of humanity. I'm, I'm, I'm a-okay with the theory that every time somebody says, long live the queen, it just adds, like, three years to her life. Oh, yeah, for real. Yeah. I, I feel just... like anytime anybody, like, mentions Golden Girls, it adds, like, five years to Betty yeah. White. Betty White's like, yeah, no, I'm good, dog. Y'all go, y'all cool? I'm good. Yeah. All right, My so, life goal is to kiss Betty White. I love it. I love it. So, meanwhile, um, while, you know, the royal family is dying and the president suspends all air traffic, you know, all that fun stuff, um, Jack, our Dennis Quaid guy, his son, Sam, is in New York with two friends. And with the weather becoming more and more severe, the streets of Manhattan become flooded. Like, I'm talking knee-deep water within minutes. Um, Sam calls his dad. And he's like, hey, I'm going to be on the next train home. But actually, they had to, like, go save his friend's brother in Philadelphia first. Right. And they couldn't do that because, you know, because all the subways in Grand Central Station shut down completely. So as the massive storm surge hits Manhattan, like, I'm talking Statue of Liberty. Gone. Blood, no, she's still there. Granted, I mean, she's there, realistically, like... she would have been gone. But, yeah, she's. Oh, maybe. Yeah, I sent you a link. We're going to look at it after. Okay. In darn debate. Sounds good. Um, but she, she's, look, she's way steep in some water right now. She's on the beach. She's having a time. <laughs> but. <laughs> Bitch is catching a tan. For real. <laughs> Granted, she catches a fucking tan every day. That's why she is now green instead of copper. Right. So um, Sam and his friends, along with others, they actually seek shelter in New York Public Library because there's this giant fucking wave coming towards them. Yeah. And somehow, even though it's one of those doors um, that you, like, push and it turns into a circle, you know the what I'm talking about? rotating doors? Yeah. Yeah. Even though it's one of those, there's not a traffic jam. I guarantee you somebody would have fucking fell. Or caught their leg in it. There's, and it would have snapped. And there would have been a foot inside of the rotating elevator. Or there, not elevator door. There is literally water up to people's knees up to their waist right now in the streets and you're telling me there wasn't people slipping and sliding in the tile on the tile in that library maybe they just like shoop and slid through how did the man get his dog through did he pick up his dog does dog do a dog does a dog know how rotating doors work i don't know okay that's what i thought so moving on um <laughs> eventually after all this is happening the president is like oh Okay, yeah, we probably should have listened to him. We probably should have tried to prevent this. Excuse me, I'm sorry. You said the president. Do you mean the vice president that didn't listen to him? No, the president this time. Oh, the president this time. Because neither listened. But the president, he's decided that Jack's predictions are worth his time. Mm -hmm. So he follows orders. Jack's like, look, you need to evacuate everybody below this line. And it's a line. Like halfway across (laughs) the United States. So let's get half of the United States. we have time to evacuate these people down to Mexico. You better pray that they accept you. Evacuate all the southern states. That is like millions of people. Yes, thank you. Literally millions of people in Houston alone. Yeah. Like, he's basically, he's like, you need to evacuate all these people right now. And the president's like, well, what about the people? No, it was the vice president that was like, what about the people in the upper half? He's like, it's too late for them. Yeah, they fucked up. They need to shelter in place right now. (laughs) And then there's that part where they're like, yeah, they need to go to Texas if they can't make it or Florida. Places that didn't flood. Bitch. And it's like, um, welcome to Houston. Look, Houston floods. Yeah. It's H-Town till I drown up in this bitch. And not only that, but uh, we definitely caught that winter storm. Florida? Florida was the MVP. Yeah. They they made it through sunny and 75. No issues. Really? Even yeah. through the Arctic Blast? Yes. Oh, yeah. So then, yeah. Definitely Disney World 
We look, get them all piled up there. Look, Florida has massive hurricanes, but their houses are made out of concrete. So we good. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. That's Fun why. fact. Yeah. <laughs> Fun fact. <laughs> you make your houses out of concrete so they don't. Well, that's how it is in Panama, too. Yeah. Like, in because Panama, so we have, like, concrete. It. Well, I mean, it doesn't, like, it doesn't snow. It doesn't really mm-hmm. rain. It really doesn't have that many, like, but tropical it's in, storms. it's in the Caribbean. No. Panama? No, Panama's no. in Central. <laughs> Central America. Central America. Yeah. But I'm saying, like, it is a smaller island. Not an island, either. It's not an island, but it's, like, right there on the fucking uh, coast. The border. The, not border. The, um, uh, I'm just going to say it's in Central America, and it's surrounded by a lot of water. Well, not exactly. fully surrounded, but it has water on both sides. So are they possible for tsunamis? Sure. Absolutely. We'll go with that. And hurricanes and... Yeah, like hurricanes. Hurricanes are so common. Not really in Panama, but yeah. Yeah, definitely. You're right. Got your big dog. I don't know how common it is. I don't live there. Maybe. I'm just... From he went what when I'm he told, was four years old. So, and whenever you know. I was eight years old, but my dad's lived there for like a lot of his fucking life and never said anything about hurricanes. I think he lived most of his life in the U.S. No, he didn't come here till he was like 21, 22. Big dog, your dad's like 40-something. Over half of his life 52. is here. Yeah. Yeah, he spent 30 years up in this bitch. Yeah. More than half his life. Okay. But he did live a chunk of it in Panama. Yeah. Yeah. Like... But I'm pretty sure he would have been like, yeah, so we had like 76 hurricanes. <laughs> so you cannot tell me that hurricanes are more popular in Texas than they are Panama. I mean, maybe. I don't know. You want to call my dad? Have him on the podcast for like five minutes? <laughs> I know he's watching the Canelo boxing match right now. So you know he's up. Yeah. All right. So, yeah. Oh, well, maybe. Yeah. yeah. They come every once in a while. Okay. Never mind. I just looked at a website and... um. They confirmed. There are still no hurricanes in Panama. No, oh. but no, this web, I don't know. Fucking Google's conflicting. I'm not a paleontologist. Okay, we're going to like secretly call my dad for the podcast. I just want to know um, for the sake of the fans. Fans, y'all are about to hear my dad. I, okay. Yeah, I'm, it's going to be real quick. Shh. First ever guest star. Hey, dad, where you sleep? Oh, I was going to ask you a quick question, um, and then I'll hang up, but has there ever really been hurricanes in Panama? Maybe a mile, but nothing. Probably, yes. Like, whenever you lived there, there was, like, maybe minor ones? Yeah, but not, like, people die and all that, no. Oh, okay. I just... I remember, I don't know. Okay, cool, cool. That was the only question, sorry. Yeah, I don't don't, want to say yes, I don't want to say no, but... If anything, I'll say, like, something really, really mild. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right, folks. Well, thanks. Love you. Love you, too. There you go, guys. First guest star ever, my dad. I love how he hey. talks. I love how he talks even as if he he is being recorded at all times. Right. I can't say yes. I can't say no. Maybe. My dad would make a great politician. Yeah, like, homie is just so slick with his words. For real. It's like, so we heard that your son... Uh, famous podcaster Rico Jamad um, just got married to his wife. Can you give us any inside details as to what their wedding? No comment, man. No comment. No comment. Um, I'll know, let them do the talking. I gotta get my dad's gravelly voice. Yeah. Um. So, um, look, pops. No, no comment. 
um, I can't say that they had a great wedding. I can't say they had a bad wedding, um, but no comment. So very, very mild wedding. So yeah. Anyway, back to the movie. Real, no, really oh. quick though. I just looked it up. Panama actually, it's had hurricanes. It's south of the hurricane belt. So it's never had a hurricane like directly like hit them. But oh, it so has, they catch like the beginning of the hurricane. Or the tail end. So, oh. Yeah, it, it, a lot of it says that they have like hurricanes that hit Costa Rica, Nicaragua. Nicaragua? How do you pronounce it? Nicaragua? That word, yeah. Okay, so smooth. I love that. Your face just went brown. Mm. <laughs> I love that. Um, but yeah, it says the, the tail maybe will trail over it. But granted, then why do they make their houses out of concrete? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they just like it. Anyways. They're anyway. like apartment complexes are made out of concrete. Damn. That's what Galveston needs. Yeah. Maybe like, Galveston has that. I remember rolling over, like here in Houston, I remember like rolling over and hitting my head against the wall. And, like, you can hear the hollowness of, like, the sheetrock. But, like, whenever I did it in Panama, it was just, like, meat against fucking, Ugh. yeah, slab of fucking brick. Yeah, a lot of people consider Panama to be, like, the best Central American country. Yeah. Like, a lot of people retire there. Yeah. Damn. Maybe we should retire It's actually there. very beautiful. We can definitely do that. I'd be A-okay with it. Guys, if y'all want... If y'all want Moving to make us to Panama, exactly. If y'all want to make us do this full time and hear us from Panama, let's do it. We definitely won't do that. No, 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 no. not until we're at least like sixty. It is H town till I drown. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Love Houston too much. So, anyways, back to the movie. Yeah. So yeah, president is evacuating everybody in the southern half of the United States to Mexico because it's too late to evacuate people in the northern states. Um, so Jack and his colleagues then leave and, you know, the vice president is like, oh, well, he doesn't care about the people in the northern states. That's why he's saying that we shouldn't, we should just evacuate southern states. And I forget who it was, but somebody was like, by the way, jackass, his son is in the northern state right now. Guess what? He's going up there himself to fucking save him, you little bitch. They were so sassy. That was I love his it. friend. That was his friend? Yeah. His friend that was actually going with them because they're like, yeah, you can't go alone, dude. Like, we're going to go with you. So, in New York, Sam... <laughs> I'm sorry, that was just too funny. <laughs> Sam, his friends, and the other survivors that took shelter in the um, library are staying alive by burning books. Not very... Not very great, but they were only burning, like, tax law books. Like, right. boring-ass books. Anyways, they're breaking... Some they're, Dean Koontz. Yeah. Fuck Dean Koontz. Yeah. Maybe Steven Spielberg, Firestarter. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm sorry, I definitely stole that joke from CinemaSins. It, it was definitely hilarious. Okay, and they're also breaking into vending machines for food. So we see that the water has, um, like, the water outside, the knee-deep, waist-deep water, it has frozen. And we're going to talk about the scene, so don't don't come at me. A ship is floating along the streets. I'm sorry. I love your dad, I'm dude. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. This is why I, I didn't want to interrupt you during reading. My dad why, just texted me. This is why, literally, you cannot argue with him. <laughs> it's y'all December motherfuckers. Yeah. You can never argue with a December motherfucker. He, y'all always and, dude, I have love, to be right. Like I, I will make myself believe something when I talk, like when I say something. In my mind, it's true. So I will force everybody to believe it, even if it's not true. You will find every fact out yes. there. But your dad, he speaks so smoothly. He's like, no, I can't say yes. I can't say no. But I don't like, I don't recall. And then he'll send you a screenshot from Google. 
be like, yeah. Which is what he just did. Yeah. That's what I was trying to say. Yeah. <laughs> he just texted me saying, um, yeah, this is what I found on Google. And it, it basically says that, yes, there are earthquakes in Panama, but unfortunately none of them have caused major damage. That is why they're concrete buildings. Yeah. I like, I just, he just. I love my dad. For it's real. hilarious. He cracks me dad, up. Dad, if you're ever listening to the podcast, this is the episode you're on. Congrats. <laughs> you are our first official guest. So, um, basically, yeah. So, they're they're watching this ship float through the frozen water. Yeah. And it's just this, it's apparently like a Russian tanker ship mm-hmm. that's just empty. It's just floating through. And while Jack and his friends are heading to New York, his friends, meaning his colleagues who are going with him, um, their truck crashes right past Philadelphia. So they have to make the rest of the journey. And there's snowshoes. Why is the AC coming on? Is that the AC or is that the fridge? Mini fridge. That's the mini fridge. Oh, I was about to say, hold on now. Um, and then one of Jack's friends, he dies slash sacrifices himself because he fell through um, the... The mall. Yeah, the mall roof. But I will say, I did look it up because I was Spoilers, like... Spoilers, sorry. Uh, yeah. But so I did look it up because I was like, how... How quick can you travel? How how quick can you get to New York, Manhattan specifically, on foot from Philadelphia? How long do you think it takes? From Philadelphia to New York? New York. Well, yeah. Philadelphia to Manhattan. Um, Approximately, like, however long it took in this movie. Like, I think it a takes, day. Like, I think it takes 36 hours. Which is... 36 hours by car? No, by foot. Thir- I don't think it takes 36 no, hours No, dude. I looked it up. Hold on, because I, I even made sure I was doing it by foot. Let me see. We're going to use Google. Well, not, not Google. We're going to use Apple Maps. From Philadelphia to Manhattan, by car, takes an hour and 46 minutes. Okay. By foot, it takes one day and nine hours. But doesn't it take two days in the movie? Probably because of the snow. Makes yeah, and sense. they did have to sleep through it, so. Right. It. And that's what... And then the flash freeze, too. Yes. And that's why, like, you know, I get this movie is fucking... It's it's one of those doomsday kind of thriller movies. Mm -hmm. So not everything is scientifically correct. But they at least got that right. Right. So, I mean, hey. Uh, But then after this, we see that the vice president, he gets informed that the president's motorcade was caught in the superstorm before he could make it to Mexico. Mm -hmm. And so now the vice president is president. He's moved up, got a promotion, unfortunately. Unfortunately. He was a dickhead. Oh, he became better afterwards. No, granted, he was still a dickhead. <laughs> granted, um, the thing is, is in order for all these fucking refugees to mm-hmm. get into Mexico from the U.S. to, mm-hmm. you know, be good or whatever, the U.S., um, basically, he had to negotiate because there were so many people coming in that they were just illegally crossing the border into Mexico from the Rio Grande ironic crazy crazy right so um he had to negotiate with mexico um oh don't 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 i brought that was one of my my points that i was going to bring up after the movie to forgive a chunk of uh nope that's not what they said mexico's debt to the u.s no that's not what they said yeah no okay so i went back and listened to it okay um So they wanted to evacuate half of the United States into Mexico and the Southern Americas and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the news lady 
you hear the news lady like narrating, you know, what's going on, and she goes, "U.S. has decided to forgive uh, South American debt in but order Mexico for." Mexico is not South America. I know. That was one of the biggest. Baby. That was one of the. Bi- That's why, like, you know, I love continuity, but maybe it's just a dumb news, news anchor. Yeah. Maybe, but <laughs> it's just who fucked up and forgot that. <laughs> Who fucked up and forgot that Mexico was part of North part of North America? I don't think we can forgive all of South America debt because that's a lot uh, you're of not gonna, money. Well, not only that, you're not going to forgive fucking Mexico, your neighbor to the bottom. Right, that's still like, north, right? I fucking love like yeah, is, Mexico is definitely part of the North Americas. Me- yeah, 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 North America trade agreement. Yeah, yeah, they're a part of it. Um, I- <laughs> we said fuck Mexico's debt. Fuck all y'all. For Panama. <laughs> Panama, what's that? No, that's Central America. They just forgot uh, North and Central. So, okay, okay, okay. Really quick, really quick, really quick. Very big debatable fact. Um, a lot of people don't believe that there's a Central America. Get out of they here. believe that Central America is either South America or North America, um, which is dumb as fuck. But they believe that everything south of Mexico is what? South America. Yeah. So, Nicaragua, Peru, or not Peru, is not part of it. Uh, Nicaragua, Venezuela... Uh, El Salvador, Panama, Colombia. No, Colombia is part of South America, my love. I you don't know. have to whisper that to me. Um, I just mouthed it because I was like. Colombia and Panama touch. Oh, yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. So that's what separates yeah. Central America from. But that's. I just side note, I really love like racist people. Why? Whenever they're like, keep America great again. Well, keep America great. Make America great again. Uh-huh. And I'm like, baby, Mexico is part of America. How are you going to tell these people that they can't come in when they live on North America? United States of America is the states in America. But Mexico is still North America. Well, see, when they're being racist, I think what they mean is make United States of America great again. They Racism should... and, you know and stupidity go hand in hand so i don't think they mean all of america you know i do i do see where they're coming from because mosaga does not sound great what make united states of america m-a-u no m-u-s-a-g-a mosaga (laughs) mosaga does not sound great mosaga Granted, they would have been a lot scarier. That sounds like Lion King character. I'm sorry. That's what I was trying to get at. Oh, God. Imagine they just go around. (laughs) Moussaka forever. (laughs) (laughs) It'd be like the White Panther. (laughs) Moussaka forever. Fuck out of here. (laughs) These colors don't run. It's Moussaka forever. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, good God. I would have taken a lot yo, more people seriously. Yo, we gotta Musaga. make that. That's gonna be the the Instagram picture. It's gonna be a, a fucking MAGA hat, but it's gonna say Musaga forever. Jesus. <laughs> hey, you know, some stupid ass person is gonna be like, Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I love it. I, I fuck with that. I'm the White Panther. I fuck with that. Oh my God. <laughs> fuck the Ku Klux Klan. We're the White Panthers now, bitch. <laughs> No, sir. We're not. <laughs> I'm fucking dead. Okay. So, moving on. Moving on. Back to the library that everybody's holed up in. 
There's yeah. no Musaga hats in sight. <laughs> Sam is telling everybody what his dad told him to do. His dad told him to stay indoors, wait it out, do not move. I'm going to come get you. It's literally what every parent tells you right when you're in trouble do not move i'm coming to get you right now i don't care if Brittany cut your bangs you better sit right there i'm coming to get you musaga <laughs> forever <laughs> there are very few people actually listen to this and the small group of people that do remain um they burn books to keep warm bro that that okay i'm sorry i know um i was actually trying to wait till the end but you got me so hyped that i'm like throwing my two cents in but okay. they saved so much money on characters and on Except by having half of supporting them roles. Yeah, not even half. Not even half. Like seventy five. There's not even seventy five. Seventy five percent. No, that was there's like maybe like a couple hundred people in the library. Oh yeah, and they're all and like, the only people that stayed was like ten people. They're like yeah, because honestly, who's gonna listen to a fucking sixteen year old adult? A sixteen year old. Fuck was that? Pippin? Our ghost just threw something. Anyway. Who's going to listen to a 16-year-old? <laughs> You're too year old, loud. <laughs> a 16-year-old who said, my dad told me to stay here. He's going to come get me. N- no, he said, my dad is an astrometeorologist climate control guy. I don't fucking believe anything 16-year-olds say. A 16-year-old could tell me the sky is blue. And I'm like, are you sure? Are you just fucking You were me? a 16-year-old like nine years ago. You did that math really quick. I had to double check that in my head. That was good. I wouldn't have believed anything 16-year-old me said either. I would have. If my if I said, hey, my dad is a medical records keeper, and he said that you have a broken tibia. I'd be like, I'd be like yeah, you probably. know about medical, about my tibia when he keeps medical records. He would have medical records of your tibia. So, yeah, I kind of believe it. My medical records? I mean, Maybe. So anyways, um, they burn books, and the people who do end up leaving, uh, they're going out into the middle of a polar vortex, an uh, ice storm, negative yeah. 150 degrees Fahrenheit, if you do remember correctly. They're dead. Yeah. They're little fucking popsicles out there. Yeah, RIP that dickhead cop that- For real. The security guard. Yeah, the security guard. Fuck a security guard. You just want to be cop. Punk ass security guard. Unless any security guards listen to us, then you know what? I respect you for putting your life on I the line. I respect your badge, dog. <laughs> LP for life. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> so then uh, we find out that one of Sam's friends, his love interest actually, yeah. um, she has blood poisoning due to a cut that she received while saving a woman and her child from the flooding. Okay. So needing medicine, Sam and two others, which is also her other love interest. Um, oh, yeah, because she had two boyfriends. She had two boyfriends. Um, they go search for penicillin in the Russian cargo ship that was conveniently floating by and stopped. Right, by the library. So then they're attacked by wolves that somehow escape the New York City Zoo. And I know that I said I wouldn't ramble anymore, but I just want to note, how did a pack of wolves escape, but the fucking bear in the zoo didn't? I um, definitely have something for that after You're this. telling me the polar bears are like, yeah, no dog, y'all are cool. <laughs> I'm cool. You, you can go. Um, but anyways, escaping the escaped wolves, they barely make it back to the library in time before the eye of the storm passes over the city, instantly freezing everything with its negative 150 degree Fahrenheit temperature. So they make it back with medicine, food, and supplies enough to hold them up for quite a few days, I guess. Mm -hmm. So during this eye of the storm freeze, Jack and his other remaining friend, um, they take shelter in an abandoned Wendy's. So Jack's friend, who I guess we should call Jason now... 
Did you not know it was a Wendy's? No. Yeah, it was a Wendy's. Really? Yeah. Oh, oh, the dad. Yes, the dad. Okay. The dad. Uh, see, see, and you know they went and they hid inside of the freezer, and from you know the wolves. No, no, the dad didn't hide from the wolves. Oh no, I thought you were me- meaning uh, Sam was no, hiding no, no, from no. the wolves. The dad went and hide from the freeze in the freezer. Ah, yeah. Because they had to shut everything down. Yes. And you know what they didn't well, have? No, because they turned on a gas stove. I thought. Well, in the kitchen, they hid yes. it. They hid in the kitchen. Okay, but you know what they didn't have in there? What? Wendy's. If you want to sponsor me, me specifically, you don't have to worry about Connie. But they did not have any frozen patties. They didn't. It was all fresh, baby. Exactly. Damn. So if they were in there, they would have had to kill the cow, in order to. You mean kill the bear? Or the wolves to have some all fresh wolf bear patties. I love it. I love it. So Jack's friend, who I guess we should give a name to by now, his name is Jason. Um, he collapsed. Jack and, and he, Jason. Jack and Jason went, went up the hill to fetch a pail of water. <laughs> no. Oh no, I was gonna try to make a rhyme about his son, but no. Okay. Anyways, um, he collapsed and he became unconscious. So after a brief rest and the eye of the storm passing, they continue on their journey to find Sam. Mm-hmm. So once they reach Manhattan, they find that the library is completely covered in snow. Like I'm talking, they have a map out. Jack is like, where is the library again? Jason says, yeah, we're actually um, standing on top of it, bud. So I'm really sorry for your loss. But somehow, I think through a window, they managed to make their way inside. They open up a door. They think everybody's dead by a roaring fireplace. And then all of a sudden, people start to stir. And they're like, oh, my God, they actually made it. They survived. That's my father. I'm sorry. That was like yeah. the cheesiest moment yeah. ever in the movie. But yeah. That's my father. My papa has come to rescue <laughs> my me. My papa has came to save me. Yeah. So inspired by Sam's group of survivors, the now president, um, a.k.a. the dickish vice president, he orders more search and rescue teams. And he actually finds a couple more groups of survivors. Um, they're all rescued in helicopters. And so mm-hmm. now since the eye of the storm has passed, it's safe to go outside. And there's no longer negative 150 degrees Fahrenheit. So they are good to go. Um, but then the movie wraps up in a very pretty scene of the two astronauts looking down at Earth, showing most of the northern hemisphere covered in ice, and they say, look at that. Have you ever seen the air so clear? End scene. End movie. End movie. Okay. Um, that was a mouthful, and you managed to kill my laptop. Are you not charging it? No. Weird. So really quick, I do want to mention that although this movie is pretty fictional, um, the Larson ice shelf, actually, it has been breaking off for quite a while now. So the largest um, collapse of it was the part of the Larson B ice shelf in that it's different segments. It's like A through G, I think. Um, but in 2002, it was very dramatic. A large section of um, of it broke away. So, really? Yeah, so that's part of it was before this movie took place so they kind of included it as the reason for all this happening because they tried to like because this movie also was trying to warn everybody about the effects of global warming yeah and it's it's supposed to be somewhat kind of realistic i guess Mm -hmm. um and you also have to remember this is one of the and that's why i really like it is because this is one of the first movies not the very first movies of its kind but it's one of the first in the early 2000s that was actually, in my opinion, kind of well done. Okay. 
So give me your opinion because I know you were not a huge fan of this movie. Um, so originally I thought that the main actor of this movie was Keanu Reeves. No, nope, absolutely not. <laughs> um, I don't know why. I know that it had something to do with like a movie that he did do where it was something similar. I don't know. Probably. Um, I thought the movie was okay. Okay. I, I definitely thought it was okay. I didn't hate it, but I didn't love it. So, I mean, personally, if you ask me, would I watch it again? Probably not. Probably. Really? Weirdly enough, it's... like, it would be one of those movies that I watch, like, once every, like, blue moon. Like, yeah. it, I probably w- would choose, like, 75 movies over it. But it's but just, like... if I had to go to a disaster movie, out of all the disaster movies that I've seen, which hasn't been a lot, that'd probably be the one that I go to. It's one of those movies that it's just, like, it's just on the verge of being possible enough mm-hmm. that you're kind of like, oh, fuck. Because you have to remember, this was, like, before 2012 came out. This was before, like, Poseidon. This was before, um, fucking, what was that one movie with the rock and the earthquake or whatever? Geostorm? No, Sherard Butler. I like Geostorm, though. No, then I haven't seen it. Okay, well, it was, like, San, I, I, San I know what you're talking about. San yeah, 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 but, yeah, I mean, it was, this movie took place in 2004. Right. It is old. Yeah. So, I mean, I think it's aged. Pretty decently. Pretty decently. Yeah. I'll, I'll give it 15 that. 15 years that it's been out. But it did do something that, like, the 2000s movies did. Yeah. Um, I can't pinpoint what other movie. I want to say a Godzilla movie did it, too. I'm not too sure. But it did this thing where uh, the audio was recorded separately from the movie. Yeah, or certain parts at least. A good majority of it was yeah. cuz I I could see that car- or the actors move their mouths and or it kind of was like a millisecond off of what they were saying. Maybe it just wasn't synced up right necessarily. Maybe that could or have like been it. Certain shots might have been like redubbed later on if they didn't get the right audio, audio and yeah. stuff like that, yeah. Yeah. Um but it I wasn't definitely the whole movie, but it was definitely parts. Right. And I definitely caught on to that. Um, something else that I didn't really like, uh, this is just me nitpicking mm-hmm. at the movie, was the fact that like the, in the beginning scene, a spoiler alert, he is supposed to jump over, uh, Dennis Quaid is supposed to jump over mm-hmm. with a handful of equipment, and the gap, I shit you not, is probably like six feet or so, maybe a little bit more, I don't know. But, like, it's breaking off, and he has to jump this giant-ass gap when you see clearly that the ice shelf is slowly breaking. Mm-hmm. So he had enough time to, like, pick everything up, run a little bit, and then jump where it was, like, maybe a three-foot gap or a one-foot gap, or he yeah. could have just kind of, like, skipped over instead of, like, Michael Jordan slam dunk that shit over. Yeah, I mean, I definitely think that part was for, like, theatrical effect you know Mm -hmm. but um can we talk about jake gyllenhaal yes absolutely go for it jake gyllenhaal looked way too fucking old for that role and see okay so jake gyllenhaal plays a 16 year old in this movie right at the time he was what 19 20 yeah 22 so it's just jake gyllenhaal's face looks older than he actually is jake gyllenhaal doesn't age but he always has looked like he's been like mid 20s early 30s yeah a distressed 30 year old but originally they had um in mind they had a 14 year old like they wanted this role to be his 14 year old son okay but then after you know thinking about it and like getting with jake gyllenhaal they were like yeah look 
nobody's going to fucking listen to a 14 year old kid no so they had to make him 16 to be you know a little bit older Mm -hmm. make it a little bit more believable Mm -hmm. and something you pointed out was the wolf scene i thought the Mm -hmm. cgi wolves were hilarious they were terrible um they were hilariously terrible they were used as such a weird plot device Mm -hmm. that i just couldn't get behind Mm -hmm. like you said like Okay, wolves are smart. Wolves do dig holes. But they were in a cage. Do you mean to tell me that they, like, teamed up and fucking, like, bit at the steel? Chewed through. And I get that animals can sense things and flee, you know. that's We see the birds fucking. Right, but, like, we all know that, like, wolves will, like, bite off their own legs and, like, go crazy on themselves. But it just didn't make any sense that literally the wolves were the only Mm, ones to get out. Right, when there was clearly a fucking grizzly bear. I mean, it could have been a black bear. I don't know. Yeah. But it was a fucking big-ass bear. You mean to tell me the bear wouldn't have, like, stomped on that cage and got out For as real? well? Like, I'm sorry. And the New York Zoo, I know the New York Zoo has some fucking... Rhinos and lions. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So what happened to all those animals? Did they just fucking die? I Apparently fucking so. And then, like, the wolves are traveling from the zoo to the library or whatever but how did they not get caught in the eye like do you think they were smart enough to be like oh let's stay away from the eye because the eye has negative 150 degree weather but the eye passes over everybody eventually right exactly so you would have think that it would have passed over the wolves as well and they would have died as well yeah no honestly i it was just like a shitty plot device yeah I, i don't quite understand the wolves i think the wolves was just a a plot to get them to make something back. more dangerous, no, I guess. and get it, get them back into the library. Otherwise, they would just would have, like, taken their sweet-ass time going through Collecting everything. Collecting food yeah. and shit like that. I mean, I guess, but it's still... I, I could have done without the wolves. Yeah. I mean, me too. I that think was a very shitty... Uh, that was, like, a weird yeah. thing that never got brought up again. Uh, do you have anything you want to mention? I have a couple more. Yeah. I mean, there's, a, there's some, like, random kind of trivia things that I like to mention. Just because there was, you know... Some pretty cool trivia about this movie that I guess not a lot of people really knew about. So if you want to hear about that, I absolutely have some for you. Okay, you can give me one and then I can give you another one and okay. trade off. So you know, this movie came out in 2004. Okay. It took place in New York. Yeah. And it's about a major disaster hitting New York and wiping out most of its citizens. Mm-hmm. Terrible thing, right? What happened in 2001 in New York? I don't know. Um, what phone number do we dial? What phone number do we dial? Nine eleven. You're yes. right. Sorry. Yes. Never always forget. Re- always remember. Never forget. And I definitely forgot. It's okay. Sorry. It's okay. It's okay. So, anyways, originally, um, there were a lot of doubts about this movie being able to come out and having good reception because they were like, "Fuck." Okay. Well, it's taking place in New York. Okay, that that's also yeah. something that I kind yeah. of sort of wrote down. They were like, "It's taking place in New York. Um, we don't want to show the entire city being destroyed, yeah. and dying." Um. But they they did a um they did a show like they played in the movie theaters of course in New York um in New York and whenever it played in the Big Apple do you know what happened what's that audiences actually like whooped with delight when the city got hit by an enormous tidal wave really yeah they're like hell yeah destroy that fucking city that's just um a dramatic reaction I don't think they actually said that but <laughs> yeah they were actually just like hell yeah okay this is pretty dope so. Um, so something that, that also follows with New York, um, New York has been through a lot of shit. Yes, absolutely. Uh, whether that be in real life or in movies. 
So I see why New York is so fucking tight knit with each other. Yeah, like if you're from New York, like you are from, like it doesn't matter what borough you're from. You're from New York. We're all family in New York. Yeah. Um, But yeah, they've been through Godzilla. They have been through Mm -hmm. tidal storms and geostorms and Pangea and all sorts of genas and whatnot. But that being said, uh, I've never been to New York. Mm-hmm. But how the fuck did that ship manage to get through that narrow ass street? You know, I th- that's why I'm just saying it's just so convenient where they had it floating through. And it stopped. And it's convenient that they're all there to watch it floating through. And then it just stops. Yeah. It's like a fucking ghost ship at that point. It was a plot ship. Because you see, like, it shows the back of the ship for a split second Mm -hmm. and you see the street that it came down and even Mm -hmm. the street was way more narrow than the fucking boat was so plot ship and like i'm sorry it would have crashed into something it would have crashed it would have hit every single fucking all the cars that were abandoned absolutely well no 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 the the water rose above because remember it was like waist deep for the statue of liberty so yeah which doesn't make sense because if there was enough water to drown the cars how is there not enough water to drown the library because the library was um uh, more it was higher up so it had a couple floors they weren't on like their first floor they had moved to the higher floors oh, okay okay yeah. okay, okay, yeah. okay um let me see really quick while you're looking for that um do you mind if i tell something else on my notes go for it absolutely okay so fun fact something that you're gonna love you ready Mm-hmm. So Central Park, and again, I've never been to New York. I just kind of did my little, pan, or I keep saying Pangea, my little geographical, <laughs> uh, you know, studies. And Central Park is north. And again, I don't know if it's north, south. I just was looking at the map. North is up. South is down. That's just where I'm taking it. Mm-hmm. But it is north of the New York Public Library. Yes. And across, like, southeast, I want to say southwest. I don't know. Um, from the public library. Do you know what it is? What? Hoboken, baby. I love it. I love it. Yeah. I, love- I know you love Hoboken style. Or, uh, Cake Boss. Sorry. And his catchy line of, that's Hoboken style, baby. You want to give credit where credit's due for that one? Yeah, you can definitely go for it. I know that's more of a you thing than me thing. Thank you to the wonderful M. From that's why M. we Schultz. drink, yeah. Emma Schultz from that's and that's why we drink. Um, you've got me saying that literally. We listened to that episode once, and she's been saying it for the past like two weeks. I can't stop. So, um, and that's Hoboken style, baby. <laughs> that so is. you know, if you want to shout us out on your bigger podcast, yeah. we'd appreciate that. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> so a little also um, fun fact about Mister Jake Gyllenhaal. Okay. During that little storm surge, um, tidal wave, tsunami scene um, that they filmed for New York City, mm-hmm. he had to go to the bathroom really, really, really badly. And guess where he went? Where? In the water tank. What? Like everybody's water? The water they used for the scene. I'm like 82% sure that's what that means. He peed in the water tank. Why? Only okay, Jake Gyllenhaal Jake. knows. Okay, Mr. Jake, whenever we... um have our exclusive interview on whatever movie that you'll be doing we are definitely going to ask you why you peed in that water tank i just you know i got questions for all celebrities yeah uh, my main question 
for Jake Gyllenhaal. It's why you do that to Taylor Swift, but it's not relevant to the movie. Oh, you're a terrible person. Anyway, something that I had a question about as mm-hmm. far as the movie goes was whatever happened to the little brother? Like, they oh, never... Okay. The, the rich friend, the love interest's other boyfriend, love interest guy. His little brother that they were supposed to be rescuing from Philadelphia? Uh-huh. He's dead, babe. But they never explain. They never like say anything about it. They don't. They never do. They never explain it. He. It was just kind of like a. They're like oh, get a hold of his parents because we need to find well, out. And well, then- the thing is, is that they that was the entire reason to get them out of like the rich kids' hotel or loft Penthouse, or whatever. Yeah. It's oh yeah, we have to go save my little brother from Philadelphia. There's this huge storm coming. We have to save my brother in Philadelphia. Look, y'all did. They didn't even make it that far. No, and we see Philadelphia. Where covered the, in yeah where the truck crashes it's destroyed it's gone well maybe they made it to mexico mm. he is rich yeah hello i rich. board my jet for my private school Granted, if you can afford a penthouse in new york i'm pretty sure you're rich yeah yeah okay you might have a good point there he might have survived but speaking of penthouses so you said that the mayor um gets on the uh president the, yeah the president i'm sorry not the mayor uh, he gets on the TV and it's like, yeah, you know, a group of survivors, blah, blah. And so you see, like, the army kind of come down and, like, start rescuing people. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a scene where the helicopters are coming down and there's people standing on top of penthouses. The skyscrapers. Skyscrapers yes. and all that. How? I'm assuming they were holed up inside pen- penthouses, skyscra- skyscrapers. Because you have to assume those are probably built with um, fireplaces in them. Okay. And that may be true. But how do the windows not bust? There's a lot of. I'm sorry. There's just a lot of plot holes. Maybe they. In how maybe they, they were survived. just hiding in a walk-in closet. I guess. I, I guess. mean, you never know. It's honestly. It's just this movie left me with a lot of questions. I mean, yeah, absolutely. Um, and I mean that's like personally, that's why I kind of like it because I like apocalyptic, you know, doomsday type movies because it's just something that like I know at the end the world is going to be okay. So it's kind of comforting to me. Yeah. Like. I, I, for me personally, I don't have to have an explanation for everything. I know that you do like having one. Yeah. And so I, that's why, you know, we sometimes have differences in movies. Mm-hmm. Totally understandable. I like how they didn't try to complicate things too much by trying to wrap up every single little thing. Because I think a lot of movies, whenever they do that, they just, they drag it out. Mm-hmm. That's how we get shitty sequels. Yeah, I like, feel you. I just like all I would have liked lines wrapped up. I would have liked the brothers' storyline yeah, to be wrapped up. At least that for me. Because I think they said that they couldn't contact his parents or some shit like that. The kids couldn't, but the parents said that they would definitely try to contact. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Um, but so, they weren't answering. So right. So last uh, bullet point that I had, mm-hmm. and then we can get on to wrapping this whole thing up. Yeah. The way that I was able to continue with this movie. Mm-hmm. Was it the little fun fact? Um, what if this was a prequel to Snowpiercer? That'd be pretty interesting. Granted, the train would have had been built like way, way ahead of time, but it yeah. pretty interesting. Yeah. Been covering a lot of snowy movies lately, so um. Maybe we caused it with Snowpiercer. Bomb, bomb, bomb. Terrible, terrible. So let's uh, wrap this up, I guess. Yeah. So you recommend it. I would. Um, on our scale of freshly popped popcorn with extra butter. To super crispy, Burnt. your house smells like death. 
popcorn. Yeah, I'm going to like rate this like pretty fresh popcorn. It doesn't have extra butter on there, but it is freshly popped. It is ready to go. Really? Yeah. Okay. Um, Just because would... it stands the test of time, honestly. So I would have rated it um, maybe like... Maybe like blockbuster popcorn that you had to cook on the um, stove. Oh, okay. But your nosy neighbor came over and distracted you before you could take it off the burner. So it's a little crispy? So it just spilled all over the floor and it's pretty crispy. Really? You said you would watch it again. I would watch it again like once every blue moon. Okay. So, I mean, did I like it? Not really. It's not my favorite. It's not anything that I like. And is that because of the genre of the movie or was it because of the movie itself? A little bit of both. Okay. I'm not too big into those kinds of movies where, like, you know, some crazy storm is going to fuck up the entire world. Yeah. Um, Only because I did grow up very religious. Yeah. And so... That should, like, happen in the Bible, and it's terrifying. But if you did like this genre of movie, like, what do you I think? I mean, I, I definitely think that the movie, like, if the movie was a better movie that, like, you know, wrapped up, you know, plot holes and okay. was just a good movie, but it was that genre of movie, I think I would have still been a okay with it. Like, I could have rated it, you know, higher. Okay, okay. So, like, let's say, like, out of popcorn kernels, yeah. like, you know, one being one the to lowest ten. to ten, yeah, like, being the highest, I would go with, like... A four and a half. That's not as bad as you made it seem with the popcorn analogy. I mean, yeah. I think it's like an 8.5 for me. I mean, I didn't say it was like death popcorn either. It just makes your house smell a little... A little funky. Yeah. You gotta open a window for like a couple hours. A couple hours, damn. Yeah. But, okay. Well, I I definitely enjoyed it. And I think if anybody else likes it. What'd you rate it? You never rated it. Yeah, I did. What'd you rate it? Um, Like on the kernel scales. Like one to... Oh, 8.5. 8.5? Yeah. Okay. And I, I think that if you tend to enjoy these type of movies, then it's one that if you haven't seen it already, obviously you need to. It is one of those movies that are kind of staples. And if you're like me, then you don't. You don't have to watch it. I, I mean, mean, if you want an entertainment, entertaining flick, absolutely, you know, go for it. But um, it, if you're somebody like Rico, then I guess it is one that you could possibly skip if you didn't want to. Yeah. If and that, live, that's something that, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. You go for it. I was just gonna say, if you live in Texas, then um, maybe it might give you some flashbacks. <laughs> some PTSD. Yeah, uh, so you don't have to watch it. I will forgive you for that. Um, yeah, true. Um, but personally, what I was trying to say was we wanted to do something a little bit different this episode in just going off of something that we didn't necessarily both have to like. Yeah. I feel like we just cover movies that we do like and talk about movies that we yeah. do like. I want to start integrating something that maybe you like, maybe I don't like, maybe I like yeah. you don't like, and uh, maybe shit that we about. both don't like. Yeah. So movie preferences are totally different for everybody. So like, mm-hmm. you know, I know we're getting married in a week, but yeah. we don't always agree about especially movies. And that's what marriage is about: yeah. is loving bad movies. I'm kidding. But yeah. So. I liked it. Rico didn't, but that's just totally personal preference. So, yeah. um, if you do watch it, let us know what you think about it. True, and if you don't watch it, that's fine too. Yeah, absolutely. Um, look out for the next episode. We will definitely be more on top of our shit about this. Yeah, we just had a really rough two weeks, man. Right, we're gonna try to come back stronger. Um, we are changing things up. Like I said, uh, with single movies, we want to just 
kind of just say whether or not we liked it. It's kind of like yeah. our recommendation movies or like not recommending movies. And then hopefully we can try to get more things, um, more movies that are available on streaming platforms for you. Because I know a lot of a lot of the time people don't want to rent movies. They don't want to have to pay the three dollars or four dollars or whatever. So maybe we can get more of those movies that are available on Hulu and Netflix and Amazon and things like that. Disney mm-hmm. Plus. You guys can, you know, if you do have those subscription services, you can take advantage of watching those. And, you know, you don't have to go out of your way to buy a movie or rent a movie that you aren't sure you're going to like. For sure. Um, another thing, uh, we are getting married two days after this comes out. So No. Three yeah. or four days. This comes out on Wednesday. Wednesday Thursday, Thursday Friday, Friday, Saturday. Three so days. three days. I'm yes. so sorry. You're right. Um, so, you know, congratulations, Alice. Yes. We're just going to say it for y'all. Um, not only that, but, you know, we're probably going to just try to come down from all that stress and anxiety and yeah, just so much that's going to be going on after the wedding that, um, we are bringing something to y'all. Oh, that's my water bottle. Sorry. Um, right. This time it's not the ghost, but, um, like what I was saying, we are going to be bringing you a movie that has not come out yet. We're going to be giving y'all just our thoughts on the movie. And it's going to be like a little mini-sode. I, I don't think mini, and... I don't think it's going to be a mini-sode because I'm going to have to watch three movies to prepare for this. So Three movies to prepare for a mini-sode. That we yeah. kind of we kind of just Easter egged. Yeah, no. Um, I don't know about mini, but we'll try as best as we can. Yeah. So it's going to be a little short episode. How about that? Yeah, we'll see. We'll figure yeah. it out. Shorts, whenever we plan for short, it's never really short, so. Yeah. We'll try. I guess you're right. Um, we'll see what we can do. But if you can, wherever you listen to your podcast, especially Apple Podcasts, um, please leave us a review, five-star review, um, just because, you know, we are trying to get a little bit more out there. Right. You know? Just comment um, congratulations on the wedding. Yes. Like, give us, in lieu of gifts. Give us a five-star review. That's what that's what I would love. Honestly. Um, and then if you have any movie suggestions or anything like that, feel free to reach out to us or let us know how you liked um, The Day After Tomorrow. If you feel like I can't talk today, feel free to reach out to us on Facebook, Instagram. What else do we have? Twitter. Do we have Twitter now? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, TikTok. Um, or email us. It's all breakoutthepopcorn or email us breakoutthepopcorn at gmail.com. Yeah, besides that, I mean... We're going to come up with the Twitter. I'm sorry, really quick. We're going to be coming up with the Twitter when we... We have something to tweet. Yeah. Honestly, like when we get more fans, um, we can definitely do more as far as Twitter goes. Yeah, I just feel like I'm talking in an empty room right now. True. Um, Friends, family, if you're listening, please share. Yeah, thank you. Sorry, first off, thank you. Second off, please share with more friends and family, um, yeah. cousins. I know I have a lot of y'all, even the ones that are in Panama. I will pay you. In treats. In thought, thoughts well, and prayers. Okay, I was going to say. <laughs> um, thoughts and prayers. That, uh, again, I'm going to do this every single time. As long as y'all keep bringing it up, I'm going to keep shouting y'all out. Valhalla Clan, love y'all. Specifically Son Goku. That's all I got to say. All right, then. Well, um... I think that's it. Yep. Roll credits. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.